Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Thanks to our friends at Unhinged Sports Network. Check out more shows like us, including the Air Raid Attack Podcast, the Gridiron Gallery, the J-Dash Morning Show, and many more. Don't forget, you get to find them at unhingedsn.com. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of Time to BS Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we fucking made it. It's time to BS. It's not one of my, uh, my proudest moments. That's for and sure. You paid the price this Sunday for it. You paid the piper. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you, Karma. The Church Karma's, of Josh Allen. Karma, the yes. The Church of Josh, the church of Josh Allen. All these sins against you. Yes. The Church of Josh Allen is, is not pleased with me right now. A U Stadium podcast. Christ. Uh, still struggling. <laughs> and part of the Unhinged Sports Network. And now to start your weekend with us. It's time to BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you on a wonderful Friday night here on the Unhinged Sports Network, for those of you who are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, oh, for God's sakes, you know exactly where we are. All right, how's everyone doing today? Mike, I am here. You are here as well. What's up, dude? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I know you gotta watch that wonderful national championship game that we all uh, hyped up. For That's the thing. I'm not gonna lie when I tell you this. I stayed up until the start of the second quarter, and then I turned it off. I barely made it into the third, and that was pushing it. I, I did not see the rest of the game until like ten like five minutes into the second quarter. I, I just I, I turned it off. It was like. Because Devontae Smith was owning, owning Ohio State alone. And I I said to myself, Alabama's going to destroy them. I'm turning this off. And I was right. I woke up at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning yesterday. And I checked the score. It was like 52 to 24. I'm like, yeah, I was right. I, I saw this car from a mile away. And we both did. We both did. And, I mean, you picked Alabama by 17. I picked them by three. But, like, if there's a better if there's a better reason to expand the playoff 
and more claret and more, you know, diversity, how you want to put it, for the playoff, this is this season's the reason why. This season, I think, is a reason why they expanded, whether it's next year or 2022, but there, it's, it's a good reason why this needs to be expanding. You have to. You, there's no other choice. So, this weekend has been shit for me in general. <laughs> for those of you who do not watch the NFL, or for those of you who watch the NFL for shits and giggles, um, I'm a Seahawks fan, an unfortunate Hawks fan, uh, but I also do root for the Jets, so there's that. I tried telling you all. So what was your reaction? Um, well, I called. Pause? I was calling the game. I was calling the game. Which, by the way, you did an excellent job. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But, like, I was calling the game, and you could tell, like, through the third quarter, I was like, they're, they're, I'm about to throw something. If you tuned in to me recording play-by-play on ColorCast, uh, they're they're awesome, and thanks for letting, for letting me do it. But, oh, my. Ugh. It was the same shit, and Brian Schottenheimer had every single right to be fired. And listen, you have the highest scoring team in team in franchise history for the Seattle Seahawks. The highest scoring t- you set records for total offense as a franchise that hasn't been seen since the 05 team. And that had a league MVP at running back in Sean Alexander. <clears throat> and went to the Super Bowl. And went to the Super You're welcome. Fuck you. But. <laughs> uh, screw Bill Levy. Screw him. But. You. Brian Schottenheimer had every single right to be fired. And if Ken Norton Jr. doesn't go, there is a problem here. And Pete Carroll has got to go next. I retweeted an article from Joe Fan of NBC Sports Network Northwest. Uh, who covers the Seahawks for NBC Sports Network. And there was a power struggle between philosophies. And the report is that that Schottenheimer, there was a fourth and one call in their playoff game against the Rams. Fourth and one. And Schottenheimer had a play call that knew it would give the Hawks a chance to win the game. Now, obviously, I don't know the play call because here's why. Pete Carroll denied that call. He refused to have that play be called. Or play be called. And so he called timeout. And the Seahawks were forced to punt. So. It's just. People wonder. Why I want this man fired. People wonder why I want Pete Carroll fired. You know, there there you know, there are people who call me, oh, you're a spoiled fan for wanting Pete Carroll fired. First of all, Mike, how would you feel if you had ten years of inconsistency of John Fox? The same shit over and over again for ten years. You go to two Super Bowls. But on occasion, you don't get past the second... But all the time, you don't get past the second round. You are the Washington Capitals of the NFL. 
It's that bad. And when you're not winning, and let and yes, winning is coach in franchise history. Best coach this team has ever had. I get it. I get it. I truly do. But at this point, the game has passed him by. 70 years old. If this man is not forced out by March, we have a problem here. And John Schneider just got extended. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was about, <clears throat> that's my next question. What were your thoughts on John Snyder being extended? Because, of course, you know, he was rumored to be going to Detroit, to Detroit taking the GM position. <clears throat> because coming from the same guys that, you know, him, John saying, you know, Pete's having too much control. He wants it his way. Pete, you know, I'm, where oh else? Oh, God sakes. I'm going to, oh, here we go. Is Dan going to have a rant? Is Dan going to get mad? Dan's going to get mad. Okay. Pete Carroll at USC. Okay. Here's why he succeeded at USC. He built those teams his way. He he hired the coaches his way. In the NFL, you can't do that. But he wants all of his control. I just slammed my head against my desk. I think I forgot one on YouTube right now, but... I'm trying to I'm trying to hold it together right now. I'm trying to hold it together. <clears throat> Pete Carroll is the president of football operations for the Seattle Seahawks. Every mm-hmm. single decision goes through him. Not John Schneider. Him. Pete Carroll goes through Pete. Uh, well, of course, and and obviously now with the season, unfortunately for you guys being over, where do you see Seattle going? What should they be doing during the offseason? Fire everyone, and they need a serious financial check because you cannot keep paying Russell Wilson thirty five million a year if he's just going to take sacks, take sacks, take more sacks, and and like I bring up the Patriots for this reason. I bring him up because Tom Brady has cut, has consistently taken pay cut after pay cut after pay cut after pay cut. Why gives the Patriots a chance, a best chance to win? Mm-hmm. And you've seen how how it turns out. You get Brandon LaFell, you get Amendola, you get Chris Hogan, you retain Gronkowski, you get guys on defense like like Michael Bennett, you get more guys like Hightower, Chandler Jones, Kyle Van Noy. You retain, you get guys like Darrell Revis, you know Brandon Browner, Stephon Gilmore. The list goes on and on and on and on. And it's, unless, I don't want to say trade Russ because you shouldn't. He's your franchise, and that would set your franchise back tenfold. Well, yeah, you're just in tanking at that. Point. You're just tanking at this point. But if Russell Wilson wants a chance to win, he has to give up at minimum, at minimum, $10 million per year in salary towards the cap. Jamal Adams, looking at you, man. We give up two first-round picks for you. Give up some of your salary. Bobby Wagner, highest-paid inside linebacker in the league. Give up some of your salary. Tyre Lockett, same with you. What? Highest paid non-offensive player on the team. 
give us some of your salary. To re-sign guys like Chris Carson. Chris Carson should be priority at number one. Chris Carson, because you saw when Carson was out for four games, their offense couldn't do shit. They couldn't do anything. And and Dwayne Brown is clearly a fossil of what he was. Well, of course. Dwayne Brown, at 35, 36 years old, is a clearly a fossil of what he was. And Mike Upati, 32 years old, God bless him, neck injuries do not heal off. I had I had neck issues as an offensive lineman going back to high school. I had neck and back issues. That shit does not help you at all. He needs, he, he needs to retire. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Brown has to retire. Okay? Your your two best off your best offensive lineman is a rookie in Damian Lewis. When your best offensive lineman is a rookie, you got a problem. You have a problem. Now I'm going by pro football focus here. By the way, fuck them. I can't trust them at all. But one of your best offensive linemen is a rookie. And Ethan Posick, your center, he's been awesome. And I've been praying for this for since he was drafted to put him at center. Brandon Shell, shocked that deal worked out for two years. Brandon Shell, right tackle, he's been great. You know, but you as a team have to shed have to shed salary to get better players. Yep. And even if it means letting guys like KJ Wright or Shaquille Griffin walk, which I don't think they let Griffin walk. I think they let KJ walk. I gotta see more KJ than Griffin. I, I think they like I, I I love KJ. I think he had a phenomenal season. Great year this year for the Hawks. But they got a guy in Daryl Taylor who you've seen him play at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's a natural pass rusher as a linebacker. He's a natural <clears throat> linebacker. He's more of a pass rusher, but he's a natural linebacker who can fill in to Bruce Irvin's role when during their glory years. When the Seahawks in their heyday had Bruce Irvin, Bobby Wagner, and K.J. Wright, Bruce Irvin was a natural defensive end turned linebacker. But I'm I'm at a loss for words because I love this team. I do. I don't want to see them going to the pit of misery, but I do at the same time. Anything to get Pete Carroll's ass off of my team. And I can't even hire Jim Schwartz this year because he's taking a year off. Mm-hmm. So even if the Hawks go 7-9, they're probably going to keep Carroll because, oh, we won a division in 2010 at 7-9. Nah. Kill me. Mike, I want you to do me a favor and... and like. And don't forget, they, didn't they extend Pete's uh, contract? They extended him a <laughs> five-year, five- or six-year deal. Oh, my God. Pete's going to be hanging around there, buddy. As much as I definitely agree with you, I think they definitely need a change, especially head coaching. You have to at this point. Yeah. It is unacceptable. Okay, we didn't even get to the game. We didn't even get to the game they played. So, Los An- the Los Angeles Rams are a great defense. We agree mm-hmm. on that, right? Top defensively, phenomenal how they turned around that defense. 
having two of the best defensive players in the league helps that, but regardless. Um, Aaron Donald was clearly at 50%. Well, yeah. If anything. If anything, under under 50%. He was out for that game. John Wolford, their starting quarterback, he gets he gets hurt in the neck. Jared Goff comes in. We're not even get to Jared Goff. The dude has a has a broken thumb. Mm-hmm. If you guys have ever played quarterback in your lives, having a broken thumb on your throwing hand or any broken finger on your throwing hand is a problem. And he was he was throwing to receivers at will, mm-hmm. and they were running the ball at will. It's just... Well, Cam Akers had a day. Cam Akers had a day. Good for him. Florida State rookie. Good for him. But Daryl Henderson, their other running back, is out. Okay? Cooper Cup was clearly not himself. No. He was clearly not himself. <clears throat> but to say, oh, the, the Seahawks also a good team, you clearly didn't watch the game. You didn't watch the game from start to finish. No, on paper, uh, Seattle's definitely, you know, on paper, they're a much better team, but Sean McVay outcoached Pete. Sean McVay is the best coach in the NFC West, and I continue oh, to tell, oh. I've continued to tell this to people. Sean McVay, unless if Brian, unless if Kyle Shanahan becomes, you know, the next Bill Walsh, Sean McVay is the be- is one of the best coach, is if not the second best coach in the NFL. That dude understands everything. From X's and O's to offense, defense, special teams. He -hmm. understands everything. Everything. Pete Carroll has known two things and two things only. Great defenses and run the football. That's Mm -hmm. it. Going back to his days with the Jets, the Patriots, and USC. That's all he's been able to do. Always been able to do. And... It's just, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating because, you know, I love this team. And, you know, I want to see another Super Bowl. But with Pete Carroll, I don't see, I speak for all Seahawks fans who listen to this and are just tired of the same incompetent bullshit all the fucking time. It's every year. Is every year. And I don't care what you say. You do not lose to a battered Rams team in the first round and at home. You don't do that. You just don't. Well, no, especially this Rams team. I mean, I'm not taking anything away, but they No. They were No, they were injured. Not the Rams of the past. No, they were injured. This yeah. is not the, this is not the Rams team that went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. This oh, is not no. that same team. That team was far and beyond different. Well, yeah. Speaking of Rams, where's Dante Fowler? I can't remember where he is. Isn't he with the Falcons? I believe... Dante Fowler Jr., where is he? I can't think he's with Atlanta. I believe so. He's with the Falcons, yeah. Yep. What the hell? What's his contract? That was a great trade for the Rams, by the way. Oh, absolutely. I loved that deal. Okay, $15 million a year. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. He's he's a decent player for the Falcons, but... Eh. 
Oh, it's cap. It's not. Oh, I, I stand corrected. His cap is shit. My bad. My bad. Thank you, Spot Track. But I like Spot Track. I love it. But <clears throat> if I had the option to recreate the Hawks coaching staff for the 2021 season. Is Norv Turner still around? I don't think so. I think the last I've heard was in D.C. That's, that can't I'll be right. That, for you. that can't be right, because I think he was with the Panthers a few years ago. Was he? He was with the Panthers a couple years ago. Yeah, can you look that up? Because he would be my offensive coordinator in a heartbeat. There is one of There are very few offensive coordinators in this league that I trust more than North Turner. He has not coached since 2018. Okay. I think he's retired then. So, North Turner's out. I'm still banking on Jim Schwartz being the head coach. Or if they decide to, to clean house entirely, which is possible. They could do that. The Hawks could do that. I'm not for it. I'm not against it either. Eric Bieniemy. Well, wouldn't be a bad idea, but you guys would have to make a move pretty quick. Yeah, like fast. Like literally in the next like, like in the hours. next two seconds. Yeah, because he's going to be taken by somebody. He's going to be taken by the Texans, I think. But I mean, the other option would be Gary Kubiak. And so I've been hearing rumors he was. I was hearing rumors that he was. <clears throat> think about retiring, but I don't know you on that one. I think he's. Uh, I'll say at least do it for a year. By the way, Anthony Costanzo retired. Nice. Uh, Chuck Pagano retired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already mentioned it. Brian Schoenheimer got fired. But. Uh, you could have Bill O'Brien as your offensive coordinator. I would, I would take O'Brien as well. I would take O'Brien as my head coach. What about Tom Cable? Now I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Tom Cable was a shit head coach in the rate with the Raiders. Yeah, not his fault, but like still, but it's the Raiders. Well, no. Not entirely his fault, but how that man has a how that man has an offensive line coach. How that man has a coaching job in today's NFL is beyond me. How? I don't know. You guys could clean house and get Urban Meyer. See, I would like that. I would like that. That would be option number... That would be... Now, option... That'd be, like, somewhere in the mix, but I would clean house and go all in on Jim Harbaugh. I'm still surprised he got the extension from Michigan. Five more years to lose to Ohio State for five more years? Yep. Where do I sign up? <laughs> for real, I want his paycheck. Five million a year. You guys can get Adam Gaze. No. <laughs> no. But Harbaugh's not happening. Urban's no. probably going to take the Jaguars' job. Yeah, you would think so. I yeah. would think so. 
Um, unless if something stupid happens where Schwartz decides to come back from coaching or to come back to coaching, I would go for him. And since Arthur Smith's contract is up in Tennessee, I'd make Smith the OC. And then for defensive coordinator, oh, I cannot wait to try this. Either Mike Pettin from the Packers or or I would see potentially if Christ um Patrick or Greg will no not Greg Williams no because Greg Williams will ride everyone out of town Jim Schwartz for head coach um Someone for I, you know, I'm not going to go the entire coaching staff. I'll just go Jim Schwartz, my head coach, because Kyle brought on that idea for me years ago to fire Pete Carroll and bring in Jim Schwartz as the head coach. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm standing by that. But <clears throat> what's your thoughts on uh, Pep Hamilton? Isn't Pep Hamilton at uh? He was the XFL. Where is he? He's coaching in college, right? Yeah, he was DC's, whatever they were, head coach in the XFL. He's coaching in college now, right? You know, I have no idea. Pep Hamilton. Why does that seem Why does that name sound familiar? Because I was scrolling through Twitter and his name had been popped up as a potential replacement for uh, Schottenheimer. Really? Yes, sir. Pep Hamilton. Where does he sound familiar? Where was he from? Oh, that's why. He was the Colts offensive coordinator for a few years. That's right. Why well, he's got a resume. He's got a nice resume. Oh, he's the quarterback coach of the Chargers. Yeah. I'm going to put that in your stadium. That's not bad. And then Shane um, Steichen, the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, his name's being mentioned as well. Uh, and for everyone that wants to know where I'm getting this from, it's at Mike Garofalo. G A R A F O L O. Garofalo. So there you go. He's in the running for the Seahawks. Vacant OC job. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know who to. But listen, we've got a whole two hours to discuss this. <laughs> well, of course, absolutely. Thank you guys at Unhinged Sports Network for uh, giving us this opportunity for a two-hour-long show uh, because. Oh man, we got the NBA up in full throat. By the way, fuck Kyrie Irving and his and his. I'm not gonna say mental health problems because I got mental health problems myself. But I'm gonna call it diva. He's a worse diva than Antonio Brown. He makes Ricky Henderson look normal. Yep. Like this is, however, 
Kyrie Irving does this, everyone goes crazy. LeBron does this, no one bats an eye. Well, no. No one bats an eye if LeBron does this. Because LeBron... We have to cater to him. We have to kiss his butt. Yeah. Kiss his ass, kiss his rings. Kiss his... He had to have help to get, but you know. Yeah, he had help to get. I'm not denying that LeBron's four championships, three of three of his four championships, he needed help, and one championship and one title required a, one of the biggest collapses in NBA history. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling that a comeback. That's a collapse. Okay. That was a collapse by Golden State. I don't care what people say. I'm not taking anything away from LeBron's greatness. He's one of the greatest oh, no, players. He's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. But to say that, oh, like, oh, LeBron would do this this thing that Kyrie Irving's doing. Yeah, yes, he fucking would. Yes, he would. Hundred percent, he would. Because LeBron is just has a bigger ego than Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. That's not even close. But then again, what do I know? Not much. I'm just happy the Knicks are doing well. Yeah, I'm surprised about that. But Tibbs can coach, though. Tibbs can coach. I love Tibbs as a coach. You know, there are people that were down in the Knicks for saying that, oh, the Knicks are going to suck, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like, bro, Tibbs coached a damn good Bulls team. Granted, had an MVP of Derrick Rose, but still, who else was there in, in Chicago? Who else was there? Wasn't Joakim Noah there when Yeah, Joakim Noah was there for a few... He was a defensive player of the year there, but still. I mean, you had Derrick Rose, Kyle Korver, and Joakim Noah, and that was it. That was it. That's all you had in Chicago. That's all you had. But what do I know? I mean, I'm just, I'm happy for the I'm best. I'm just glad to see him doing well. I mean, at least it's good for the fan base. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Especially coming off of this atrocious New York football team from the Giants and the Jets this season. Even though the Giants oh look pretty decent. Oh, my God. The, the Giants had no business being in the playoffs. And one of our guys, and John's a Giant fan, he, and I'm sure he agrees. Well, no, I don't think they were going to be single. I think he's the only two. rational Giant fan I've ever met. Everyone else is like, oh, my God, we should we should have kept Odell. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl champs. Yeah, we beat the Patriots twice. Shut up. What have you done since then? (laughs) Tom Coughlin. Okay. Tom Coughlin has had how many winning seasons as head coach of the Giants? Four? Mm Mm-hmm. He's had four. Okay? The rest, he has had six losing seasons. Yep. And four winning seasons as Giants head coach. I don't want to hear fucking nothing about Tom Coughlin's a great coach. Tom Coughlin's nothing. a great coach. And, shut up. And when I and immediately when I think of how the fuck Tom Coughlin had a job for that long is beyond me. Well, two Super Bowls would have to you, but well, I would say the two Super Bowls kind of helped him out. Yeah, that's true, but still. And I blame Pete Carroll, and I blame him for Pete Carroll having a job for this fucking long. 
I think I'm one of the only... I, I think I'm one of the many or one of the few Seahawks fans who want Pete Carroll gone as head coach. I just think it's time... I just think it's time that they just make some changes. Have to. You have to at this point. All right. We got transition segments. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Dan from Time to BS Podcast. Are you looking to get your team's favorite gear at the best prices out there? Look no further than Fanatics.com. There's always some great deals at Fanatics. Every league, every team at the best prices. Get your fan on at Fanatics.com. It's time to BS. Look at her. She's so beautiful. (laughs) A U Stadium Podcast. So, John, how was your day today? (laughs) (laughs) It was good. Oh, man, oh, man. As we're we're recording this literally three and a half hours later after the James Harden trade broke. So, if you have followed the NBA closely over the last several months, you will know that James Harden has been unhappy being in Houston with the Rockets. Rightfully so. They're they're in a direction going nowhere, yada yada yada, but who gives a shit? Harden might cause them to go that way. Yeah, I mean he he's holding them he held them hostage for a while. He held them hostage. Yeah. Because he um, had too much influence over that roster. Correct, he did. Now that's beside the point. James Harden has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets. For a, I'm just gonna get the details out right here. Um, let's see here. It is a three. It is a four-team trade technically. It's a four-team. Yeah, it's a four-team trade. Pacers and Cavaliers. Yeah, Rockets, Pacers, and Cavs were involved. Um, and here's how it goes: Karis Levert, Dante Exum, uh, Radonis Karukis, uh, who have the fuck you pronounce his name. Four first-round picks and four pick swaps to the Rockets. Jared Allen, Teron Prince are going to Cleveland. Uh, Victor Oladipo, so here's where the Pacers come in. Victor Oladipo goes to the Rockets for Karis LeVert. LeVert, yeah. Which is a good deal because they're... Karis LeVert is going to flourish there. Oh my god, yeah. He's going to do great. Oh, he's going to do awesome. I mean, the Rockets are still going to be fine. Because it's what happened. Marcus Cousins, Christian Wood, Oladipo. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be, be fine. fine. They yeah. could even end up you know, being an eight seed and losing to the Lakers in the first round. Yeah, which is fine. Which is expected at this point. I mean, the West is top heavy. Let's be yeah, honest here. Yeah, but you know, it's, but they're gonna definitely probably move more players as the season goes on, potentially to finish lower. But they'll be they'll be fine. I I think and they'll be fine. Make the move Mind, they gave up a lot of picks to um, acquire Westbrook, and they got half of them back. Yeah, but except it's not their own pick. Yeah, but it's who knows. But the Cavs. Can't really tank. You said the Cavs before we started recording. You said the Cavs got the benefit of this deal because yes. Jared Allen is a damn good player. Yes, yes. Jared Allen was the starting center for Brooklyn. Keep in mind the last game, I think. 
Steve Nash did not even have DeAndre Jordan play, and it did not play coach's decision, and now he's going to have to be a starting center. I'm shocked. Jared Allen was a dog. Jared Allen is a much better player than DeAndre Jordan right now. Yeah. So I can understand why he got traded, but it was kind of stupid that he got traded. But Yeah, because they were trying to get hardened. Look, yeah. one of the things I liked about Brooklyn going into their season was their depth, and now they kind of lost it, so Harden's going to have to compensate. Yeah, but here's how it's going to destroy this team. Um, Allen, Levert, they were all core. It's not just that. It's the fact that you have three of the biggest egos in the NBA outside of LeBron James. You have the th- you have three of the biggest egos in the league. One of them is not even on the team currently in Kyrie Irving. And they're all ball hogs. So how is this going to work? I'll tell you what the issue is. that I think Durant will make it work. Durant's a, he's a competitor. He's a driven to win. He came back from an Achilles. He, he's a competitor. The same guy who left Oklahoma City to go to Golden State. Yes, but going to Brooklyn, he always was trying to win. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah, he wants to win. He's not the one I'm concerned about. It's Harden and Kyrie that are gonna you know cause that team to. It's those two that I'm worried about. Apart. Yeah, it's those yeah, two Durant, that I'm worried about. Durant is going to you know play basketball. He's going to play basketball as long as he's healthy. It's Harden and Kyrie that bring yeah. up a lot of baggage. And having both of them on the team at once, I think, could, it could cause some issues. This could be like the 2013 Lakers all over again. Oh, my God. With, the, with Dwight Howard. The Dwight Mayer. The with, Dwight Mayer. Oh. And Steve Nash. Yeah. Who's Kobe, the coach? Kobe Ruxer, uh, Mike D'Antoni. Oh. Because they have, though they started season with Mike Brown, fired him after that he started one and four, hired Dan Tony, who attempted to run the um, Phoenix Sun style offense with Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard. But but still, I mean, people love this trade because like, oh, money, and it's it's hard. It's going to be good for the Nets, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Nets are going to be a bad team. I'm saying when all three, when Harden gets paid, one of those three is getting moved. Yeah, the issue, the big issue with the trade is really, I think, chemistry and having Kyrie and Harden on the same team. You have three ball hogs. All three are best when they have the ball. I mean, think the best of the best um, you know, quote-unquote super teams have some sort of chemistry. Yeah, like the Warriors, for example. I mean, Steph That's Curry. He's the primary burn ball handler, and he would bring it out. To, and he would either bring it out to Clay on the perimeter or Durant, who would go on the perimeter or cut inside to the basket. Or Draymond Green in the point, or Draymond Green near the paint. Into the post. Yeah. The paint. Yeah. But it's... Another example would be the Miami yeah, Heat teams. Another example would be those Heat teams with uh, with the big three with Dwayne Wade, with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and you also had you know Mike Miller in there and LeBron. Yeah, and LeBron still, but that, that's four. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. That's another one. 
But still, it, it's that's a that's another example. That's another example. You have five guys who can all get the ball equally. Yeah, yeah like when you think about it, like the best version of LeBron was with the Heat playing in that system. Oh my god, it's not even close. Yeah. Not like, even close. You, yeah, like that, so like you can't you can teams who that like that, like the best players benefit from it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why? Because he was surrounded by shooters. He was surrounded by shooters everywhere. But, well, let's talk about how the James Harden trade impacts the NBA as a whole. So, we can all agree. The Eastern Conference right now is better than the West, right? Uh, That's tough to say. I mean, there are six good teams in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean, Philadelphia's playing awesome. The Heat are still... The Heat are the reigning Eastern Conference champions. And they're still there. The Knicks... For me, the West is just as deep right now. Yeah, the the West is deep still, but but still. I mean, the East is, is looking pretty good. The Sixers are still there. The Celtics are still there. The Magic look nice after... Despite, you know... The Markel Fultz injury. There's Brooklyn. Duh. You know, the Heat, Toronto. I mean, sit. Despite... Hey, Toronto is in a weird bunch this year. Yeah, the Raptors, are, the Raptors are in a strange bunch right now. I don't know if they can get out of it, honestly. I don't like, know. Something doesn't look... Yeah, something about it just looks discombobulated, like when you see how they play. Milwaukee. Like, it just seems like something is just completely off. There's also Milwaukee. Milwaukee too. I think Milwaukee, the addition they made may have not fit in with the team. Who knows? But they're like I said before, the Heat are still looking pretty good. The Knicks, oh my god, it's amazing how coaching changes an entire team, right? Yeah, I don't know if the Knicks are a playoff team. No, they're not a playoff team they're yet. Close. They're not a playoff team yet. Yeah, but they're getting close. They're... I think that Tibbs may have been the right hire for that team. Oh, Tibbs was a terrific hire. It was a fantastic hire. Yeah, because it feels like for the first time they actually have a coach who has prior NBA experience. Yeah, I mean, the Knicks also made some decent moves, like Austin Rivers, for example. I mean, they're... they're... Drafting Obi Top. Yeah, that was a great pick. I love that pick. Team like new management right now. They finally got Steve yeah. Mills out. And here's and here's the thing. Culture. They're starting to build a culture. They're starting to build a competitive culture, which they need that. They need that. Yeah, because yeah, I mean a team like the Knicks, they were in such disarray, they required a full on reset, full on culture change. It's something to. I would wish to see like say the Jets do. Yeah, they have to. I mean the only realistic option I can see you the Jets. You can't do a shortcut. No, you cannot do a shortcut. Here's I don't know who the president of football operations is for the Jets entirely. I don't know but who the. Needs pre- to look at it. I don't know who the president of football ops is, but if they don't have a president of football ops, I can tell you one name that would fit that perfectly. Their old coach, yeah. Rex Ryan. What, do you think he would see through a culture? Show? Oh my god, do you real do you know Rex Ryan as president if Tom Coughlin could do it in a short time, can you imagine Rex Ryan back in New York? Mm-mm. But not coaching? 
Yes, the seeing through of changing the identity of Just the team. Just see through. Now, I'm not entirely for the coach becoming the executive. I mean, Pete Carroll's a prime example of that. No, to me, that's the kind of football that you'd want to see a New York team play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That his football, his brand of football, his defensive, really tough. Yeah, it's awesome. Football. And he gets energy, which you need that. And that's why I think the Robert Salah hire, if they do end up hiring him, is is what's oh. going to be in the right direction. Only they only really need the coach who actually can be respected by the players and yeah. the media. Yeah, but like culture change is a huge part of sports, and the Knicks are going yeah. in that direction right now. I don't they think are. I don't think they're a playoff team right now, but maybe if they make like a couple moves or two, I mean they yeah, like the, the situation the Knicks are in. They were like so deep into such a bad situation that. It's not going to be like, you know, get better overnight. And I think no. everyone knows that. No. But they yeah, have think, some good players. I think the good thing is they hired Phipps. And I think he he knew what he was getting into, I think. And he, yeah. took the, he took it. Keep in mind, Chicago was no great team when he first took over. If they were in better state than the Knicks. They, they were in a better state than growth. the Knicks. They were in a better state than the Knicks. But when but Tibbs is a winner. Coach Tibbs. And look, he... He made the playoffs with the Timberwolves. Yeah. When you make the playoffs with Minnesota. Had Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler also got hurt and the team fell apart. Yeah, and you also traded him. Yeah, but I kind of I kind of blame that on the culture of Minnesota was beyond Tibbs. Because Minnesota's had a very wacky culture for a long time. I don't know if you've seen some of the things that have gone on there. And with Minnesota? Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns being a crybaby bitch? Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like a disaster pick. Um, there, there was a bunch. There was um, they drafted three point guards, I think, in the draft that Steph Curry was taken in. None of them were Steph Curry. Yeah. Eh. Blake Griffin went first overall that year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. I will never forget that. Oh no, the back thing. No, the better one's twenty thirteen. 2013. First overall pick in the NBA draft in 2013. You know it? Yeah. In the 2018 draft? Yeah, Anthony Bennett. Yeah, Giannis got taken that year. Oh, boy. But, like, how does this trade impact the NBA as a whole? Not a lot. As a whole? Not a lot, though. So, Okay, well, let's go. Yeah, it depends really on what the Nets do this with Harden. Yeah. Because the NBA in the 2019 offseason actually moved towards the closest thing to parity we've ever seen with mostly duos. What's still? Three now in Brooklyn. What's still? We have a big three now. If the Nets win, we're going to see a, maybe another large market team go. One of these duos disintegrate. For once, I want to see the Warriors win our title. For I once. Want see, I want to see some like team that's never done anything, like the Nuggets or something, to win. <laughs> Watch the Suns do it. <laughs> the Nuggets. I would rather... I would see Phoenix do it, because they actually also have some real like, star power, I too. I want to see 
Chris Paul win at least one oh before God. he's retired. Chris Paul. No, he deserves it. He deserves it more than I, because that dude has been through so much in his yeah, career. He, had, he got drafted by a New Orleans team that was bankrupt and didn't, wasn't really interested in Bennett. Yeah. Went to an L.A. team that had its own, like, characterful flaws. And Donald Sterling. Yeah. Went to Houston, came very close, and but then that team fell apart because Harden and him couldn't get along. If I would have traded James Harden, I would have traded Harden after that. Remember people were trying to say he was washed? People were trying to say Chris Paul was washed, and then he went to Oklahoma City. And took them to the playoffs. Well. <laughs> you know why? Because he's a competitor. Yeah, Chris Paul. I mean, hate his contract, but he's one of those players that you can always count on. You can always count on Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, but you know he'll give it his all every night. He's my favorite of the Banana Boat Crew. Easily my favorite one. Most hard of them all. Yeah. Well, it was him, Carmelo, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James. He's my favorite of those four. Yep, because Chris Paul has really been. When you think like he, of all of them, he was the one who was handed in the worst situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's done more in his career than Carmelo has. Oh yeah. And then um, you know, Wade was got the, you know, from his Wade had the Miami Heat drafted by Miami. He had the Heat. He got drafted by the Heat. He pretty much won the freaking getting drafted lottery. And then there's LeBron James, who has the ego the size of Mount Everest. And, and Van Vance have played good enough for teams to somehow bend their knee to him. Oh. Listen. So when you think about Chris Paul, he got drafted by a bankrupt team that signed by a team that you know, got trained to a team that was run by Donald Sterling, got abused by James Harden. Went to Oklahoma City, went, took him to the playoffs, got treated like shit over there, got, and gets traded to Phoenix, and now Phoenix looks like a playoff team. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now that he did take OKC to the playoffs, he was instrumental in developing the young guys. Yeah. Shane Gilgis Alexander owes his game to Chris Paul. Of course he does. Chris Paul turned him into a good player. Can you imagine Chris Paul on the on this Nick team? He would take him to the playoffs. He would have taken him to the playoffs easily. He would have taken the Knicks to the playoffs. Yeah, Chris Paul is ball. like you. Chris Paul to put college football in this perspective here. He's like AJ McCarron. He's not the best player. He's not the worst player. He but he's going to make you win. win. He's going to win you games. He always finds a way. He always finds the way. Yeah, watching the last Thunder games last year, I could tell you he'll, like, with the ball in his hands, he'll just find a way. Like, he'll find the he'll find guys that you don't even realize are open, have, like, a laser-accurate pass last minute. But, like, or he'll hit, like, some clutch three out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. He'll do anything it takes to win. I would have easily, I would have easily traded for Chris Paul if I were the next... Lock, Easily. Lockdown defense. Oh my god. Chris Paul, you know, what, 36 years old? Dude can still yeah. play. Yeah, because he's a competitor. He doesn't like, you know, play. He doesn't, he doesn't like give a anything. flying fuck. 
He doesn't care where he's playing. He just wants to play basketball. He doesn't give a flying fuck. <laughs> That's a guy who I would love to see. I love him. Someday. I love him. Hey, I would love for him to have like a Ray Bork type end to his career. Oh my god. And imagine if he goes, but you know where it's going to go? He's going to ask a trade to the Lakers, and I'm going to throw something. That, means, that might be the only time I'll root for the Lakers, man. I can't root for the... Listen, I like the Lakers and their history. I love the Lakers' history. It's like the Packers. I can't root for the Packers. I love their history, but they're just infuriating. No, but this is like... It would just be in that instance for that player just to see and have something. Because for me, it would be more what his career run buds. Yeah. Because, like, that's a guy you can't help but root for. His career was invested, so, like, I would not blame him if he went to an easy contender. Ever no. I wouldn't either. Or, I would, like, there's, like, Kevin Durant you can blame for that. Chris yeah. Paul, Fuck him. That's a different story. Fuck Kevin Durant. Because Chris Paul gave it his all a horrible situation. Kevin Durant went to an easy route for three straight years and two champ, three straight finals appearances and two rings. I will never respect Kevin Durant for that reason. I will never, ever respect Kevin Durant for that fucking reason. I still respect him more than Kyrie and Hart. I can't res- Listen, I respect Kevin Durant more than I do LeBron James. Mm, I don't know about that. Okay, I'm pushing there. My bad. Okay, that's a yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a penalty yeah, on my yeah. part. That's my bad. No. My LeBron, bad. My Le- bad. Le- uh, the only reason I have LeBron went to, well, LeBron, LeBron went to Cleveland twice. Fine. That puts him out of there. Yeah, and he um, returned to Cleveland to give him a championship. Okay. I cannot. My bad. No, that's that's my then, bad. I I take the, yeah. I take the blame. My bad. All good. Durant, keep in mind, they were OKC 2016 was up 3-1 on Golden State. Durant mailed in the rest of the season. Can we just point out how terrible Oklahoma City is at player management? You had James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden on the same fucking team, and you didn't win shit. Scott Brooks. Not even Scott Brooks. No, he used Harden on off the bench like a. He put Harden on the. I I forgot about that. He did. Yeah, Scott Brooks. I forgot about that. Scott Brooks. Who was your starting shooting guard? That was Savat. Was it? That final series. In that final series. Harden was a sixth man of the year. Was he really? Yeah. What was it? The 2013 team? The 2012, 2012. Thunder? No, 2012. 11, Give me a second. 12. Give me a second. I'll, I'll look that up for you in a second. Yeah, cause that was a long, long time ago. 12. Thunder. Yeah. Uh, give me a second. Shooting guard. Uh, yeah, I know was, was this Cephalosha? Thabo Cephalosha. Yeah, I think it was. Derek Fisher. Oh, my God. Derek Fisher was on this team? Yeah. Christmas. Serge Ibaka. Oh, my God. Kendrick. (laughs) Kendrick Perkins. Yes. Do you understand why this team didn't win a chip? Do you understand now? Oh, man. And all these, and Kendrick Perkins and some. 
time Turkey started over Ibaka. Ibaka was seven foot two. <laughs> and, Ip- <laughs> and Kendrick Perkins is six <laughs> ten. Listen, if, listen. If um, Kevin Durant and Russell oh, Westbrook were not there, Scott Brooks would have had the worst coaching career. Oh, Scott! Possible. The Thunder went forty-seven to nineteen. Oh God, for... Reggie Jackson was there too. Listen, they were very top-heavy. Oh my God! They did. That team did not stand a chance against Miami. In the oh. And this team went to the finals. Oh my God! They went to the they they had a four they beat the the Spurs that year four games to two. I remember that. Yeah, they beat the Lakers too. Oh God! And then lost in five to the Heat. Oh my God! I mean, God. you had Kendrick Perkins on the court against LeBron. Oh my God, Kendrick Perkins, go fuck yourself, man. I will never respect Kendrick Perkins, man. Oh my god. Yeah. And so like man, the Thunder did not want then what did not want pay hard and max money, so they traded him and got like Kevin Martin, I think, and a draft pick that became Steven Adams. I feel bad, man. But let's be clear here. The Thunder fucked Seattle right in the ass with the cactus. Let's be clear here. Hey, they, Seattle should have built an arena for the Sonics. Which, by the way, can we talk about that quick? Since the, the city cra- of Seattle. Since the Kraken right now, way. since the Seattle Kraken, uh, the expansion draft of the Seattle Kraken is coming in this, this June. What is the chance the Sonics come back? I hope. I hope. And, I, you know, I hope they take with them. The Sacramento Kings. They, the Kings aren't going anywhere. They just build a new arena, man. It'd be typical NBA. However, the, I think the NBA's only option is expansion. Realistic, I think it would be. Realistically, the NBA's only choice, if they want Seattle to come back, is expansion. You have to. Honestly, if I was the NBA, I'd expand into Vegas also. That's what I was going to say. Like, do what the NHL you did. You have the arena. You have, you the, have the arena to you do have it. The market. They're going to make money just like how the NHL made money in Vegas, how the NFL's making money in Vegas. I mean, let's be clear here. They're not going to go to the NBA Finals their first fucking year, but let's be clear here. I mean... That's, they're they're going to be making money just because it's Vegas. They'll, 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 yeah. In Vegas, they'll become an attraction. Yeah. become like a Vegas show. They'll be gambling at the arena. This is easy. Like, Why doesn't the NBA do this? Do you realize how... Do you, They would grow exponentially if they expand to not only Vegas, but Seattle. Oh, my God. If the basketball town. That is a basketball... Listen, love the Hawks. Love the Hawks with, to my dying breath. Seattle's a basketball They are a basketball town. They were a basketball town first before the Hawks, before the Hawks yes. got good. That's Before the eighties when Steve Lar let's 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 understand this. Before the eighties when Steve Largent and the Seahawks were really at the at the at the height of their powers prior before Mike Holmgren got there in two thousand one. Seattle was a basketball town. They were a basketball town. That's easy. 
Gary Payton. Gary Payton. I mean, the list goes on and on and the, on. They had and they won a championship in the seventies. Yep, they have some iconic uniforms. Yeah. Oh my God. Ray I Allen. Ray Allen too. Ray Sean Allen. Kemp, Gary yeah. Payton, and Ray Allen. Listen, Seattle's a basketball town, and they deserve a team. Listen, I would root for the Sonics if they do come back. That's not they, that's that city deserves a team. Those that's a those fans would pack. The oh my night. god! There would be a waiting list for. I talk. Tickets. I there. I know a couple of Seattleites. Um, they live and breathe. They live and breathe Sonic basketball. It's not even close. It means a lot. To, oh like my the, god! The city, that's why when you think about it, shame on the city for not building an arena. For I long. mean, they just now built key. They they just now rebuilt key arena. Yeah. They the just now later. did it. All the years later. I'm and happy. Think about what happened to the Sonics when everyone was afraid was going to happen to the Islanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, failure to build an arena leading to a relocation. Yep. I think Charles, I, as much as Charles Long was a cockface, at least it didn't come to that. At least he, at least he didn't, at least he didn't have that. He he kept them technically on the island in Brooklyn for a few years, and then Ledecky and Malkin came along and. And then took Charles Wong's dream and made it a reality. But, yeah. but still, the Seattle they called it to an Oklahoma City the guy who moved it to Oklahoma City. But that would make, uh it would make me happy. It would make me happy to bring the Sonics back. Yeah, it would. It'd make me so happy. Yeah, just because like it feels it almost feels right when you think about the history of the NBA, the great players they had. And and not only that, the second biggest upset in NBA history what was the ninety two? Yeah. Yeah. That was the ninety two first round, right? They were up two games to none on DeCambe Matumbo and the Nuggets, and at that time that was the biggest upset in basketball history. Yeah. In NBA history at least. Not bas- not the entirety of basketball because then we'll get college basketball involved, and that's a shit show in itself. And that's all a whole different. That's, that's a whole different. different. Yeah, because the tournament's one and done. So with it being one and done, so much random stuff happens. Yeah, it's, that's a fair the point. The NBA is best of seven, so you're less likely to have an upset. All right, before we end this segment, we got one more thing to take care of. Uh, Francisco Lindor gets traded to the New York Mets. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! <laughs> So, backstory behind me. My family is entirely Met fans. And I am, unfortunately, the only Yankee fan. But I'm not kidding when I tell you this, John. I'm considering bailing from the Yankees. Because my dad gave me a love of baseball. And he is a Met fan till he dies. And, you know, I one of my first baseball games was a Met game. I remember that. One of my first baseball games was a Met game. And I don't know how I became a Yankee fan. I don't remember how. You know, I don't have probably pictures. Probably Jeter. It was probably Jeter at this point. Yeah. I don't know. But I have to a lot of kids, especially, you know, at four years old. But, yeah. you, know, I've, you know, I've had a hit in love for the Mets, you know. 
when they last went to the World Series, I was rooting for them. I was rooting for them big time. But I'm considering jumping ship from the Yankees. You know, if Mikey was listening, he'd be fucking proud. He'd be he'd be like Darth Sidious. He'd be like, good. For the first time in forever, they have hope. The Mets are taking winning. They have seriously. hope. They have hope. They're doing something that you would have never seen done since the eighties. Time with the Wilpons. Since the eighties. Since the mid eighties. The Wilpons would have never had this go on. No, they would have lives. never done this. They would never have done this. this. Is a great day to. This is a great time to be a Met fan. And you were a Met fan, right? I can't remember. Yes. Good. It is, and that's why I'm so thrilled. And you know, this I've. A, it's a beautiful thing. Holding really in my hand. Never, never in my life did I really think I was going to see them make a move like this. Yeah, and reportedly Chris Bryant is a trade target for the Mets. I can see it. And but I think they should go after Nolan Arenado, or but first they should make the big free agency move and get George Springer. That's what I would do. Who knows? They might just. They might just. I hope they do, honestly. But listen, you know... I can see it, especially early on, brand new owner has to be in deep pockets. He's going to want to, you know, send a message. I can see it. Of course. Of course, you have to. It even sounds like... It sounds like something so plausible right now. And you know what? I'm all for it because... You know, as a Mets fan, we don't really get nice things ever. No, I, I, I completely the get it. The 2015 World Series run with Sandin, it has been misery pretty much most yeah. of Yeah, yeah. And listen, so I can, so I feel your pain. I felt your pain as an Islander fan. I know. And I can tell you this. I can tell you this from one fan of misery to another. It will get better. It will get yeah, better. I feel like this is when it's coming. All you need is a damn good manager. Uh, Luis Rojas ends up being, you know, the, I'm not saying he's going to turn to Barry Trotz, but, you know, or Joe Madden, better example. But still. You just need the Mets to not be ran like they're a small market team. No. And that's going to finally happen. Uh, it's, listen, I'm happy for the Mets. The I'm Wilpons telling you this. The, the Wilpons ran it like a small market team when they exist in the biggest media market in the United States. I say this as an Islander fan. And, you know, the Islanders right now are one of the favorites in their conference uh, to win the Stanley Cup. And I... I'm telling you, and I'd say this, before the 2021-22 season begins, you bet your ass I'm getting an Islander tattoo. You bet your fucking ass I'm doing that. Yeah. That's not even a, that's not even a question. Who's calling me? Some dick cheese is calling me. Not now, guys. But, oh boy, oh boy. Alright, let's transition segments real quick before we get emotional. Hi guys, it's Dan. Time to be as podcast in the Unhinged Sports Network. I've recently partnered with Fubo TV. 
What is Fubo TV, you might ask? Well, here's the thing. Fubo TV brings you hundreds upon hundreds of channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and many more, without the hassle of a cable contract. Don't believe me? Click the link in the description now and start your seven-day free trial today. It's time to BS. Uh, I'm going to take a stab at Eddie Shore. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Your brain is too large. God. You suck. He's right. A U Stadium podcast. Our glorious football encyclopedia has returned. What's up, Ryan? What's up? <laughs> Not a whole fucking lot, bro. Just uh, hockey season is is upon us. We get to watch your Detroit Dead Things. Yes, the good old Detroit Dead Things. Congrats on Dylan Larkin, though. That was an unexpected captaincy. I thought it would go to Valtteri Philpola. I'm not gonna lie. Pass. Shout out to Larkin. Um, I believe the our captaincy had been open since Zetterberg left. I yeah. could be wrong, but. Yes, and Zetterberg retired, yeah. So, um, you yeah. needed that. You need that. You need a foundation mm-hmm. on your team. This is true. And Larkin is your best player by a country yeah. mile. Yes. And could be an all-star this year. That'd be nice. You know, we're going to have like 40 points, so might as well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know if you voted on the youth stadium polls that I had posted. Yeah. Okay, well, um, some of them were really stupid. Like, there were, like, 30% of the app thinks the Red Wings will make the playoffs. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I mean, I love me some Red Wings. First of all, you're not like a, you're not, you're not an irrational fan. Let's understand who, let's understand who you are as a fan. You are not an irrational fan. You are probably one of the more rational sports fans that I have ever met. Thank you. you like, you... You said when we did our NFL preview that you think the Chiefs would out like beat the Ravens tenfold. Yes. And you said the Chiefs would be the one seed. I picked the Ravens to be fifteen and one. Uh, the Chiefs ended up going fourteen and two, and I did pick the Bills to be the two seed, with Kansas City as the three. So I had it flipped, but regardless. Hey, at least at least the Steelers are out. That's that's all I care about now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to your Islanders. They did win me some money tonight. Woo! Indeed. Um, also, let's see. So I made I made a bunch of bets. So I got money on the Islanders, money on the Caps. Uh, the Bruins only won by a goal, so I didn't get any money from that. But I have a couple other other bets that could. I should be positive of, like, one more hit. Christmas, you're going to lose a lot of money eventually. I I mean, I only put $5 on some hockey games. That, I'm not going to probably do that much. This <laughs> <year>. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm probably like, the most confident Islander fan that we have in, in this podcast group. I did pick I picked them to go to the final against the Golden Knights this okay, year. I, I do think I was thinking about like putting money on them to win their division or make the make the cup. Um I think it's a pretty solid bet. You know, they did go to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And yeah. in fairness, I'm a, a fairly like I'll like I know more history than active guys. Yes. You know? Like yes. the NFL I could name 
probably a lot of players. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I would name more clearly. active players than past players. But hockey, I would be able to name more guys from ten years ago than now. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm different. I'm the same thing, but with baseball. Like, base. I grew up with hockey and baseball being my first loves. You know, my mm-hmm. dad. My dad raising some Mets blood into me, and you know, my entire family is our Islander fans, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's all we had. You know, we would go to Islander games all the time. But uh, we're getting off track here. So uh, the Ravens yeah. and Bills are in the pl- are gonna duke it out this weekend. That's gonna be. Oh, that's gonna be such an interesting. Oh. Game. oh. So and see, excited. that's how you're reacting as a neutral. Like, I, as like a fan of one of the teams involved, I'm pretty stressed. You know, of course. We the, yeah, we got the big win over Tennessee. But you needed is, that. And it was absolutely. And I'm. I don't want to say concerned, but I. It's in Buffalo. Let's understand yeah, this. It's, it, in, it's Buffalo. in Buffalo. There could be some snow. Yeah. And I guess I'm concerned on the idea that. It might come down to one or two plays, and I like that stresses me out. You know, How, like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. Like as rational fan, uh-huh. Ravens bias aside, who yeah. do you trust more right now, Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna split this up. I trust Lamar Jackson as a runner the most, but as like a quarterback, like as a. Like as an, in an aspect of a game, I trust Lamar Jackson's running ability. Like a third and six, Ravens gotta have it. I trust Lamar Jackson. Yes. If it's a say you're down ten in the middle of the fourth quarter, I trust the Bills more than the Ravens. Yeah, the Bills right. The Bills are a Super Bowl team. I mean, they are built like a Super Bowl team right mm-hmm. now. And yeah, the defense is improving. And the one knock against the defense is that oh, they suck. They suck stopping the run when they have five guys. All right, who doesn't suck when you're at a numbers disadvantage? Correct. There was a stat that the Ravens were the best team in the league um, against soft boxes. Well, duh. And no the, shit. <laughs> yeah, the Bills are one of the like they run the soft box as often as any team in the NFL, and it's like okay, well that's that's one part, but flip it, you know. But what does Baltimore do defensively more than any other team in football? They blitz. What does Josh Allen absolutely murder? The <laughs> this is why the Ravens don't beat the Chiefs. This is the Ravens on paper have enough talent to be the Chiefs. They have yes. um, the necessary rushing attack to be the Chiefs. They have explosiveness offensively, uh, uh, explosiveness on offense. Which Good receivers. I, people don't acknowledge how explosive the running game can be at times. Like Lamar Jackson is since he became the starter in 2018, has as many 20-yard runs as any player in the National Football League. Which is he crazy. more than Derrick Henry. He is more than Alvin Kamara, more than Christian McCaffrey, more than Saquon Barkley, more than pick anyone. The only guy with as many is Nick Chubb. Yeah. So the explosiveness is there, if that's what people are worried about. But I, I think that's a pretty goofy thing to be worried about. Oh, you're, they're not explosive enough. Uh, they have more 20-yard runs than your team has 20-yard passes. Sorry about that. No. But... I I want to pick the Bills, but at the same time, I how much motivation is Lamar going to have? You have the motivation, you have you know, you have everything going on. Beating Tennessee last week in ten, in Nashville, you have that momentum circulating in, and this could be close. 
This oh, could absolutely. be this could be I, closer a blowout. A, a one score game. Um, the only, I guess, there's two ways this goes. I, I guess there could be a blowout. Like the Ravens theoretically can blow anyone, and they've proven that the last two years. Oh, yeah. They beat they, the eight no Patriots came into Baltimore lost by three scores. Yeah, like th- that happened. Uh, the Ravens beat a pretty solid Rams team last year by 39. It, yep. it happens. It they beat a pretty solid Texan team by, what, 37? Which, speaking of, uh, the Rams are one of two frauds in this in these playoffs. Okay. I'm not saying it to be salty Seahawk fan, but I did see this coming as a, as a fan. Um, uh, yeah, I would agree. I saw this coming for a mile away. Mm-hmm. And, listen, I don't think... Which, let's get to that game. Um, Pete Carroll, how much of the blame do you think he ha- he has... How much blame do you think he should get? Because you... You see this all the time from me on your stadium. You know how pissed off I get about yes, Pete Carroll. Yes, you've called for Carroll's head several times. I've called for Carroll's head for years. Since mm-hmm. I've been on the U, I've called for his head. And... This game is a prime reason why. You do not lose to 50% of Jared Goff, no John Wolford, 50% of Aaron Donald, no to, no Daryl Henderson. You have Cam Akers who had a day, but still, you are, by, by I think you're top three in total offense, the Seahawks were this year. Mm-hmm. Top five, top three. Yeah. Highest score in team in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Beats the 05 team. Yep. You do not lose to that team at home in the first round. You just Amen don't. You just don't. I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of people on the Ravens front were calling for John Harbaugh's head after last year to Tennessee. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I'm sure we've had this conversation before that if you flipped John Harbaugh and Pete Carroll last year during the division. Oh, round, my God. I think the Ravens and Seahawks win because there's no reason for the Seahawks to give the ball to Marshawn Lynch as many times as they did against the Packers. Yep. Because, oh, guess what? You have freaking DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson, who all had fairly good games. You know who didn't have a good game? Marshawn Lynch. And yep. you look at the same thing. The same thing happened with Baltimore. If Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the ball 59 times, that game's a lot closer. Now, granted, yes, that game is Titans that game is infinitely closer. So there, the game script was flipped. But yep. I can just jump back a few weeks. Go to Rams versus Bills. The Rams were down 25 points. The rest of the way, they had a 50-50 run run pass split. Down 25 points, they ran the ball as often as they passed the rest of the way. Yep. Are you kidding? Why can't why can't John Harbaugh do that? And uh, really, well, and let's understand. John Harbaugh is a great coach. Coach of the reigning coach of the year. He's a great coach. Phenomenal Absolutely. coach. As every <laughs> deserves to be around as long as he's been as being with the Ravens. But the point I'm trying to make with Pete Carroll is when you have you have to adjust your game plan. That's the whole basics of being a head coach. Adjust. Absolutely. Adjust. Mm-hmm. And I've the big reason, the big reason to why I want Pete Carroll gone is not for his coaching, for his personnel decisions. I think that's fair. That's I have fair. said this time and time again. Pete Carroll is 
the president of football operations for the Seattle Seahawks. Every single decision goes through him. Every decision. From right. the drafting to the free agency to, to the contracts, everything goes through him. John Schneider brings in the brings in the ideas. Pete Carroll approves of them. Yes. And it worked at USC, but USC was 15 years ago. Different They're teams. Very different from the NFL. Very different. Your glory years at USC were 15 years ago to this day of the Rose Bowl. Great game. Fantastic game, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Greatest football game I've ever played. Fight me. But Yeah, I think that's fair. Beside the point. Hit I have to cool myself down here so I don't punch a hole in the wall of pure rage because I had a good night. I had a good night for the Islanders in this case. But Yeah, won me some money. There you go. There you go. But if there was any time for Schneider and and Jody Allen to pull the trigger on Pete Carroll, a forced retirement even, this is the time. Because... Since the Legion of Boom has left, you have won one playoff game. One. Since Super Bowl forty nine, you have gone pl- you have gone past you haven't gone past the second round. You are officially the Washington Capitals of the N- of the NFL. You are turning into the Capitals. My remind you, the Capitals won a Stanley Cup a few years ago. Right. Where are they now? Not very good. Well, no, not it's, good. Uh, I wouldn't say very good. New coach. Yeah, new co- team-ish. New coach. I mean. That's true. New coach. I mean, their, their, their head coach now is still, is still a really good coach, as I understand here. Mm-hmm. He's still really good. but And they have a damn good roster. But I think what you should do is you need to pull the plug. You have to. And do what the Patriots have done for so long. It's you have to shed salary. You have to. And I'm I'm looking right at my quarterback. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. How much of a decline has Russell Wilson had? Uh, This season or just in general? In general. You see it. I know you're lying. I've... I, I mean, I think he's I'm not saying a I'm, better player than he was five years ago. I'm not saying decline. I'm saying, you, okay, from the first first six to eight games of every, of every season the last three years, mm-hmm. leader and MVP, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. What has happened in the second half of the season? He's fallen apart. Yes. I fallen agree apart. That. Okay? And mm-hmm. this past season was a clear estimate of it. And yes. it all started with the first Rams game where he threw two hilariously bad interceptions. And mm-hmm. you, career-high interceptions, also career-high touchdown passes. But right. not only do you need a change in the offense to Bennett, but you also, there's a lot of things that need to go right. Fix the offensive line again. Dwayne Brown's a fossil. He needs to retire. Mike Upati. I've played offensive line. Neck injuries do not go well. And you need to... F- Fix the offensive line, number one. Shed some salary and start with Russell Wilson. I would turn maybe eight, twelve million of his salary into cap space, mm-hmm. 
and Bobby Wagner. Same to him. Turn maybe four million because he is the he is their best player. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. their best player. Turn maybe four four million dollars into into cash space. Jamal Adams, hometown discount. Take a pay cut. You want to get re-signed? Take a pay cut. And entire locket. Take a pay cut. Even though he's making 10, 10 or eleven million dollars this year, but regardless, um, I'm I'm looking specifically at Russell and Bobby. Those two need to, because their salary cap right now is a near forty million dollars. If those two take a pay cut, you would be at around $56, 58000000 million. And plus, you can add a Dwayne Brown retirement in there, Mike Cupati retirement. I mean, that's that's another $15 million. So that's around $60, $67 million plus, right. if my math is correct. But there's a you need to rebuild this roster. Rebuild it. And if it means making some trades, letting KJ Wright walk, letting Shaquille Griffin walk, you know, trading Tyler Lockett, I mean, I'm for it. I'm for it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not super attached to Seahawk players or Jets players like I am with the Islanders. Mm-hmm. But I think what you need to do is to retool and rebuild the whole roster. And I think you need a new head coach and a new idea in place. And I've I've said it before. I'll say it again. I said it two segments ago with Mike. If Jim Schwartz was still coaching, I would put all my chips on the table for him. I would go right after Jim Schwartz. Or if Jim Harbaugh didn't sign his extension with Michigan, I would go after him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think fundamentally Seattle doesn't have a very good roster. Like the star power is there. Star power's there. Russ, DK, Lockett, you know, Bobby, Chris Carson's fine. Bobby, Wagner, Jamal Adams, um, Quandre Diggs. Yeah, two Pro Bowlers. I think there's just so many holes, and I think with the NFL nowadays, it's not about maximizing star power; it's about minimizing holes. And when yeah. you have, say, say, the Chiefs, like they have sizable holes in their roster, but Patrick Mahomes kind of covers up the holes, you know, or they have. Tyron Matthew. So, hey, guess what? You can't pass on the Chiefs. And, oh, if you try, yeah, they have a couple good pass rushers. And even their, like, linebacking core is improving. And I think that's one thing that makes, like, Baltimore so dangerous, New Orleans dangerous, some of these really talented teams. Buffalo. There's not a hole. Yeah. Buffalo. Like, you have to go searching for a hole. The Seahawks fundamentally do not have enough talent to no. win as many games as they do. Like, depth of talent, at least. Yeah. No, they have... They have... They have good players, like Quandre Dings and Jamal Adams are both Pro Bowlers. Bobby Wagner is an All Pro. KJ 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 Wright should have been a Pro Bowler. I mean, they have decent players. LJ Collier, I mean, he's not terrible, but he's he had a decent year compared to his rookie year. You know, Jaron Reed, Puna Ford. I could keep going. I mean, they don't have you know all worldly players other than those. Other than those five you listed before, Jamal, Bobby, Tyre, DK, Russ, or Chris Carson, that makes six. But still, they have glaring holes. Glaring. Is your mic broken? 
Yes, it was for a second. One second. Fixed it. Uh, ah. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to, I brought two pairs of headphones, and I grabbed the, the one that was broken, I guess. Yeah, you need to throw that out, man. Yeah, I should. I didn't realize they were broken until today. You don't have a garbage can in there. I do, I do. But Does it have like, the Detroit Red Wings logo on it? Because that'd be hysterical. Tough, but no. <laughs> Although my roommate's a Devils fan, so he's not too much better. Oh, I would put the Steelers logo on there, actually. The Steelers garbage can. That'd be, that'd be cool. That'd be Just easy. Get, That's easy. Yeah, or get like a Steelers, get... Like, I have baseball pennants, football pennants, and hockey pennants. I could do, like, St. Louis Cardinals, L.A. Dodgers, Steelers. Uh, Jets to hire Robert Sala as their next head coach. Yes. The the youth stadium bots will be happy. Yes. The, oh, my God. Are they really used? Are those youth stadium bots or just bullshit? Uh, <laughs> frankly, I don't know. Um, because I've never seen them like post on random stuff. They always it's always just jet jet posts, you know. And I know most of the app is Jets fans. That's yes. fair, but it's just it's a little weird sometimes. Yeah, I mean, uh, but next game. So going back to my previous statement of the two frauds, I'm talking about the Rams and Packers. Ooh, okay. I think the Packers are frauds. Going back to last year. And it's the same shit. It's the same shit. Am I crazy? Probably. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to how I thought the Packers were last year. I thought they were fraudulent. I thought Seattle would come in and beat them. And I would have been right if Pete Carroll wasn't a moron. Thank but... you. Thank you, Ryan. That's beside the point. And then they got. This is why you're my favorite football fan. But San Francisco was a a better team than Green Bay. I wouldn't like just the like the matchup didn't work. They would have the Hawks would have given San Francisco a hell of a fight though. Yeah, I I agree with that. That would have been like down to the final play. Oh, that would have been awesome. (laughs) That would have been a great game. Yeah, I've been great. Absolutely would have watched that. I. Well, I mean, I work for you, Stadium, so I have to watch the games uh-huh. as much as possible. But, like, I wouldn't have wanted to watch Green Bay San If that was, like, a, a regular season game, I'm probably not watching it. Yeah. But, oh, it's the NFC title game. Okay, I'll just I'll watch it. Yeah. So, I think Green Bay is a better team today than they were last year this time. And I think they have flaws, sure. But I think they've done a very good job of maybe not concealing the flaws, but they're playing better football than they did last year. Would Rogers, you out of his mind? Would you Adams, et pick the Rams as the upset? Because I'm considering doing it. Um, uh, this this one's weird. So I think the Rams can keep it close. I think the Rams have. Wait, if, I don't trust Jared Goff. I don't either. And I have a hard time. It's like the Bears thing last week. Sure, the Saints. The Saints may not be the Saints, you know. And the Bears have this great defense, and you're putting money on Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> like, like fundamentally, what is wrong with that? 
or like the, the Colts game last week. Now, granted, Philip Rivers did play very well, and he was not the reason the Colts lost. But heading into that game, <laughs> huh? The Colts have are a really good matchup for the Bills. You're betting on Philip Rivers. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. Are, genuinely. Yeah. Exactly. I get there's our last week even. I understand people that chose the Rams. I get it. They were ended up being right, but again, you're betting on Wolford slash Goff in a way outperforming Russell Wilson. They did happened to, although Goff was atrocious. Yeah. Wilson was somehow nearly as bad. Yeah. But uh, again, me. just there's some sports bets like I've I've been betting for several months now. There's just some that you don't like. You don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. If you lose on a Patrick Mahomes bet, so be it. You know, I yeah. lost ten dollars because they lost to the Raiders. So be it. You know. Yep. They're like, if Mitch Trubisky beats you, so be it. You're not going to go out of your way to bet on Trubisky or bet against Mahomes. You know, you just don't do that. Like I bet against my Ravens because they were playing the Chiefs. Yep. I won seven hundred dollars that weekend. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, that because, <laughs> that's because Vegas is, I don't want to say stupid because they know what they're doing, but the way that Baltimore just creams teams, like the last few years they have 17 wins by 14 or more points. That's, uh, as far as I know, as many as any team has ever had in a two-year stretch. I think it's an unbelievable record, win, yeah. They crush teams. Yeah. It's not like, even even the Patriots dynasty, they... They beat teams, but they weren't just molly whopping teams every week. The Ravens won eleven games this year. Eight of I think, I think nine of them were by at least like fourteen. Yeah. Like the 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 Browns game was close. The second Browns game was close. First one to be won by thirty two. Uh, second Browns game was close, and there was a uh, let me think because Colts lost by fourteen, Giants lost by fourteen. The Eagles game, the Eagles was by two. Every other game was by fourteen or more. Nine wins by 14 points. No one does that. No one does that. 07 Patriots, maybe. 2013 Broncos, maybe. Uh, mere mortal teams, no. So I think Baltimore had good reason to be favored in that game, but I'm betting on Mahomes. Yep. If I lose, okay. I'm not going to bet against Mahomes. True. So, yeah. If I'm not planning on betting this weekend, but if I did, I would bet on the better quarterback. And give me Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Would you bet on the Browns over the Chiefs? Actually, okay, that's the one game I have bet on. I bet I put five dollars that the Browns would win the first half, but the Chiefs would win the game. And that's plus four, I think four seventy-five. So I I would turn my five dollars into like twenty-eight dollars. Yeah. I think that's a. I don't want to say safe bet because there's always a chance that the the Chiefs flip the switch in the second quarter and you have a Texans thing. Because like last year, if you had that same idea with Texans Chiefs, you would have been right until the Chiefs went on a twenty-eight nothing run in the second quarter. Yeah. So if <laughs> you're you're essentially correct, but the Chiefs had to go on the greatest single quarter run in football history to make you incorrect. And again, that's the thing that I would have bet. Man, I I was visiting my godmother that day, so I couldn't bet on the game, and I didn't wasn't set up with a bookie or anything at that point. But I would have put real money down on when the Chiefs were down twenty four. I would have put real money on Kansas City minus like twenty five or Kansas City covering the spread, so like minus thirty four and a half at that point. Yep. I, I would put legitimate money on that because it's it's the Chiefs. So I. 
if you're asking for a prediction, I think Green Bay wins. Um, the Rams have been so good defensively. Like the advanced metrics love them. The eye test loves them. My Pro Bowl rankings love them. My all pro team that I made, you know, Ramsey's there. Uh, John Johnson was second team. Darius Williams was second team. Aaron Donald, of course, is freaking Aaron Donald. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think it's going to be because the defense allows, you know, 50 points. I think it's going to be because Jared Goff is a vegetable. <laughs> but I'm going to. I'm either going to cut my balls off or have balls of steel here. I think both number one seeds lose. Ooh. Eee. (laughs) But close. Um, I think think it'll be close. I think they both cover. Of course you do, you chronic bet. (laughs) Chronic gambler. (laughs) Look, you're talking... I think Baker Mayfield's made a lot of progress. He's not he's not Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not. But I think I would think first of all, here's why I think the Chiefs could possibly lose. I don't think they will lose, but I think here's what they how they could lose. If you actually watch the film, which I'm sure mm-hmm. you do, yes. of Patrick Mahomes, what does he do more than any quarterback in football? Throw it. In the hands of defensive backs, and they drop it. Not true. He does uh, that, but he does that. But there's something yeah. else. He, there's something else you're missing. Mm-hmm. When he tries to buy time and go deep mm-hmm. and tries for the deep pass, what does he do? He retreats further into the pocket. He retreats like, further deep. and further and further deep, which was yes. one of his biggest problems at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. And you've yes. seen it. Yes, and the like Browns the... have the pass rush to get to him. Uh, no Olivier Vernon. No Olivier Vernon, but Sheldon Richardson, Ogajobi, Miles Garrett, duh. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I have a tough time because even like San Francisco screwed it up in the Super Bowl because they ran uh, like a stunt on the Wasp play that they the Chiefs had like a 50-yard gain on. If they probably run that straight up, Bosa probably sends Mahomes 10 feet into the ground. Yeah. But they didn't, and that's one of the most talented defensive lines in football. Yeah, and I think uh, I don't know. Like as you don't want to pick Mahomes. Garrett, I, I I don't think Garrett is doing the work of four men. No, but but I would think I would give the Browns a legitimate shot if they can get to Mahomes and have him retreat, mm-hmm. have him retreat and make him try to buy more time. Because those Browns defensive backs are good. You get Denzel Ward back. You get Kevin Johnson back. And you get uh, those two. I mean, as good. I mean. It's going to be better than what they had against Pittsburgh. Yes, yes. correct. It's going to be a lot better. you get a lot yes. better. But they can get the Mahomes. They can have him retreat. And they have and that offensive line crash. Mm-hmm. They have a shot. I still think the Chiefs are going to win. I say fuck the Packers. And they're, and they're ref dick sucking. So. Give me the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I will take the better quarterbacks here. I will take the... Of course look, you will. I, I love the Rams offense. Or, oh, I hate the Rams offense. Actually, outside of Goff, I don't mind the Rams offense. Like, if, if you chose, like, an average quarterback and plopped it into the Rams offense, it'd be very good very good offense. No, yeah. Like, I, I love Cup, love Woods, love Akers. Love the, love the O-line, love the tight end. I don't love Goff, though. No, I got you. Um, but I think Green Bay is just 
actually really good. Like last year, they were a very fraudulent thirteen and three. This year, I think they're a legitimate thirteen and three. Uh, like I would, I would pick Tampa over them, but I think they're a better team than the Rams and the Saints. Speaking of speaking of Bucks and the Saints, uh, that's they're playing each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom Brady and his fossilized ass will go to New Orleans to play Drew Brees and his fossilized ass. Yes, it'll air on the History Channel. <laughs> Indeed. That's an old... You stole that joke. <laughs> yes, I stole it from Tom Brady himself. <laughs> Not the only thing he steals. <laughs> Oof. I, that came out terribly. That came out terribly. Yes, yeah. like Super Bowls from your Seahawks. I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. In, in fairness, he beat us in an AFC title I'll game. I'll let that slide because I like Actually, you. Yeah, one an AFC title game, and we would have probably won the Super Bowl in 2014, but they beat us, so. I will let that slide. Uh, okay, I will yeah. let that slide, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saints by two scores. Ooh. See, this is a goofy one because every... every I'm just kidding. Saints by one score. Oh. <laughs> God, come on, man. You know me better than that. Because, like, I mean, they won the first two games by two scores, so there's precedent there. But it's it's hard to beat a team three times. I think, the la- oddly enough, the last team to do it was the Saints in 2017. They beat the Panthers three times. But uh, it's, it's hard to beat a team three times. And Happened to you, though. Say again? Happened to you in 2008. Well, yes, but that was 12 years ago. That's true. But still. Um... And I, you know, I think I think Tampa is a better team than New Orleans, and I like their personnel more. I like the personnel more. Team may not be the right word. I think New Orleans has a bit of, like, swagger and camaraderie, and they've all been there together, and they've gone through these playoff losses together. And a lot of the guys are, you know, even the, even the new acquisitions, the Jenkins and Sanders, They've been through playoff pain in recent Quan years. Quan Alexander, you know? yeah. Yeah, Quan Alexander. And you're you're looking at a team, and I think... I think... Like, I got into an argument with one of my coworkers the other day, and I think Tampa is better at all three levels defensively. But New Orleans isn't far behind, and New Orleans can play better as a team, as like a unit. Like, I don't necessarily trust Janoris Jenkins or uh, Marshawn Lattimore, but hey, they can play well together, and they have a good collective secondary and a good collective linebacking core. And, you know, I believe Hendrickson's going to be back, Cam Hayward, Anyamata. They have a lot of talented players. And this is the kind of game that if it didn't happen twice already, I'd probably pick Tampa. I picked Tampa in the second game. I picked New Orleans in the first game. Um, but I don't know. I, I think Brady is currently better than Breeze. I think the Tampa Bay offense is better than the New Orleans offense. Although Alvin Kamara is probably the best player on either team. The offense is combined. That's fair. Yeah. And I think New Orleans is a better offensive line. That's fair. That's and fair. I think Michael Thomas Mr. is Five generally the best receiver on the field. But I think Tampa has two, three, and four. Um, but I don't know. It's tough. I I do. I would rather see Tampa win, and I think Tampa has a better chance of beating Green Bay. And granted, part of my opinion there is because they beat them the first time. I'll be totally upfront with that. But I did predict them to beat the Packers the first time, and I think they're a better matchup for Green Bay. So 
I don't know. I think it's going to be a one-score game for once. Uh, I I trust Tom Brady more than I do Drew Brees. If I have to boil it down to one thing, like, you know, what quarterback makes the throw, what quarterback doesn't, I think Brady makes the throw. I don't think Brees makes the throw. You know, third and eight, season on the line, I think Brady can make that throw. I don't think Brees does. No, but here's what the Super Bowl matchup's going to be, and I'm going to tell you how sports is fixed. Okay. It's going to be, it's going to be Packers and Chiefs. Uh, you got the State Farm game. Yeah, probably. No, I'm going to call it the uh, the Bandwagon Bowl 2. Because oh, behind uh, Patriots-Seahawks, right? No, the national title game. Oh, okay, that's fair. Close, no cigar, though. Yeah. <laughs> close. Very close. But not as good, not as good. It would have been funnier right. if it was, you know, it was if it was... Uh, uh, if it was Patriots Packers, it'd been funnier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think Seattle had their fair share of like beast mode. Yes, fans. they did. They did. And, and no, sports is fixed because you start and it starts off with college football. As I like mm-hmm. college football, I do. But if you look closely, I mean, the 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 committee has to expand. You have to. Yeah, I think I, there's okay. Alabama's won six out of the last twelve titles in a sport with about 128 teams, give or take, on the year. You're telling me that the college football has the least amount of parity of the big sports we talk about. <laughs> the Premier League has more champions, and there's only 20 teams in a given season. The NBA, known for its lack of parity, has more unique winners in the last 12 years. Than Which, by football. the way, the NBA I should think, expand. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna... Okay, I always like expansion. Um, I think more... Come on, Ryan. I love expansion. Do you know how much the NBA would grow if Seattle and Vegas got NBA teams? Oh, yes. Seattle in particular? I, like, my... Atlanta's gotten ripped of two hockey teams. Like, I hate, like, relocation. I love expansion. I would love to see two more teams. I'd love to... See two extra sets of jerseys and two extra oh arenas. Oh my god! Baseball, the same thing. Yes, I agree. And hockey is going to get the thirty-second team in Seattle next year, so that's exciting. The crackheads. Yes, they'll probably be better than Detroit from day one. Yes, so that's, that's nice. <laughs> that has to be a T-shirt. By the way, the Seattle crackheads. It fits yes. them so well, though. <laughs> uh, I think. Okay, uh, I want to take a tangent. So um, some people on U Stadium were talking about the Stepien rule, which is the NBA rule that says you can't trade consecutive first-round picks. So that's based on a Cleveland owner. And during that time, they were called the Cleveland Cadavers yeah. instead of Cavaliers. So now I get the Cleveland Cadavers and the Detroit Dead Things. <laughs> so before we, uh, before we end the show, thoughts on the James Harden trade? Uh, I think it's a win, 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 win. So the Rockets will get better in the future. The Nets get better now and are probably the favorites to win the title, either them or the Lakers. The Cavs, Jared Allen's really good at basketball. And, hey, guess what? Even the Pacers improved because I think Karis LeVert is going to be a better fit oh, for what they want to yeah. do than Victor Oladipo. Oh, yeah. Oh, so think, my God. Like, there are people talk about winners and losers. All four teams won this trade. Yeah, but I was saying before how sports is fixed because – if we get Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl, I'm literally going to say that the NFL is going to be fixed. So, 
Correct. Because you don't. Because I'm pointing directly at the Patriots. You do not win nine AFC titles and six Super Bowls in 20 years just like that. You just don't do that. And the Packers and Chiefs both have ridiculously easy schedules. Mm. Most of them. Uh, I mean, okay. In fairness, Kansas City did play Tampa and New Orleans, and those are two of the best teams in the NFC. And they played Baltimore in Baltimore, which is never an easy game, even if your name is Patrick Mahomes. Um, the Patriots fall off the cliff. They did have the COVID game, and I think they win with Cam Newton, not Brian Hoyer, because Brian Hoyer is atrocious. They yeah. played Seattle. They played the Rams. They played San Francisco. They played Arizona. All four of those teams are competent. Oh, no, no, no. That's the – never mind, never mind. No, never, never mind. mind. The Chiefs and Packers. Yeah, yeah. I, I went on a Patriots tangent. My, my no. sincerest apologies. No, uh, I Packers, I mean <laughs> – Your eh, brain does that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, ooh, well, New England... Ooh, football! (laughs) Exactly. I I think Kansas City, I get they've had this, like, lull, if you will, that they haven't looked good. And I don't want to say, oh, wins are wins, because I get it. They played, like, kind of crap. They should have lost to Atlanta. Patrick Mahomes hit A.J. Terrell right in the hands, and A.J. Terrell dropped an interception. But Chiefs fans will say, oh, well, it didn't count, so, okay. Okay, Chiefs fans. Now, well, what about the 2018 AFC title game? You're still mad about that, probably. Yeah. So. I'm assuming yeah. they are. I have a vendetta against Chiefs fans. So. Oh. <laughs> Is it because of the uh, sidearm throw to Tyreek Hill in, the, in 2018? No, 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 no. It's just, it's just Chiefs fans in general are always annoying, and it's not even... Watch the Chiefs thing. become the new New England Patriots. I'm not... Oh, I, I, I'm already there. I'm already digging my grave for that i'm going to throw something if i if if i date a lady and she ends up being a chiefs fan i'm like this ain't working out yeah no yeah i mean i i don't know how you feel about like vendettas against specific athletes but patrick Mahomes, mookie betts and steph curry have taken away years of my life yeah because <laughs> as much as i respect the the rays i would have i think the braves win the world series you know, as much as I respect whatever the NFC does, I think if the Ravens get to the Super Bowl, I, I don't see them losing the Super Bowl. To the to the 49ers? Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, – and then, like, the Cavs literally got to the finals and lost to the Warriors three times in four years. Yeah. So, yeah. these teams one, are one standing in my way of, you know, happiness. Anything I feel is an Islander fan. I've had this for 20 years. That's true. That's very true. Those are 20 years, man. <laughs> and and I dated a Patriot fan. How do you think I feel? <laughs> okay, that's true. I'm never going to let that go, by the way. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm never going to let that go. Whenever people say, oh, you don't, know, you don't know nothing about pain. First of all, I'm an Islander fan. Two, I dated a Patriots fan as a yes. Seahawks fan. Yeah, and, and Jets fan. What, a Mets fan, and the Yankees have, what, five titles since the Mets won one? Stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. So, and the, the Rangers have won more recently than the Islanders. And then this I, Toronto. I, I don't mean to remind you of all these things because I feel the same way about those three teams I just mentioned. No, trust me, because I would take a flight to Arizona and slap you in the face and then fly <laughs> back home. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Time to Be Podcast. Jesus Christmas, what the hell was that? Was that your headphones?
I guess. Okay. I, I didn't hear anything. I heard like a blowing sound. It sounded like an elephant or a tiger growling or something. Might have been your headphones. Apologies. Nah, don't worry about it. Nah, don't worry about it. Shit happens. It's probably gonna sound weird when this gets posted, but regardless. Ah, shout out to Connor McDavid. He has a he's a hat trick. Hey, that no surprise. He's about to give me some more money. So he's gonna have six fun. goals, but who who are the who are the Oilers playing? Vancouver. No, he's gonna have the hat trick still. Vancouver looks really good though. On paper, they look really good on paper. All right, thank you for joining us for this episode of Time to Be a Podcast.